Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And this is day two. And we are talking about your 2023 Proven Tested Realtor Success Guide. We had a lot of wonderful feedback uh, from the series that we started yesterday. You guys are all in planning mode, which I certainly appreciate. And for those of you who did download the Real Estate Treasure Map when you joined Premier Coaching, I want you to remember that you are receiving a free, along with the you know first month, daily coaching call with our coaches. So if you need any help getting the real estate treasure map uh, completed, definitely lean into the daily semi-private coaching sessions. And also remember, there's a lot of audio explanations as far as how to finish the business plan, which is what the real estate treasure map is in Premier Coaching. And if you've not yet joined Premier Coaching, it's not too late for you. Just simply text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or you can go, of course, just to premiercoaching.com. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. And if you're outside the United States, the texting thing doesn't always work. But remember, just text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com and you will have instant access to the real estate uh, treasure map as well as all the other great things that we give you. And this is really the perfect, I think, rocket fuel to really get you going in the right direction for the new year. And again, yes, it does. I always get this question, Julie. It's the reason I have to say it, right? Yes, it does include the daily semi-private coaching call. And yes, you should uh, attend that every single day because then you're going to be rubbing elbows, virtual elbows with all the other members, or at least the ones that are on the, you know, on that session of uh, Premier Coaching. You can learn a lot from their questions. Oftentimes, you'll learn from what the questions that they're asking more than you'll even learn on the questions that you feel compelled to ask yourself. So go ahead and text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. So today is day two, uh, part two, and Julie has titled this section, Prepare for Success. That's right. Yesterday, part one was all about accountability. So if you missed that, make sure that you get up to speed because this is indeed part two. Prepare for success. So write this down. There are seven P's of real estate. Here's how it goes. Proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Again, proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Now, nobody wants pitifully poor performance. So let's talk about this. Point number one, you must complete your pre-listing package. That's part of your preparedness for success. Complete your pre-listing package and it must be unique to you. Using your standard issue broker created pre-listing package, if they have one at all, will not make you competitive enough. Having a digital one isn't good enough either. Digital is for special circumstances only. Use our proven pre-listing package, hard copy, assembled and delivered exactly as you learn in Premier Coaching. So my lovely wife, what is the what is the mistake with your first point? What is a pre-listing package? Exactly. Because these guys are coming off of 15 years of not needing a pre-listing package. Not like they need one now. I mean, seriously, right? That's right. So let's break it down. What's a pre-listing Good package? Point. 
once you learn how to proactively lead generate, which we're going to teach you to do in Premier Coaching, then prior after you pre-qualified the seller, then you send what we call a pre-listing package. The pre-listing package basically is your silent salesperson that if used correctly, will usually answer 99% of all the questions that the seller might have for you. Meaning when you show up to the actual listing appointment, there will not be a lot of stress and not a lot of, you won't be walking on eggshells worried that they're going to ask you some question that's going to put you on your heels. The pre-listing pack does all the heavy lifting for you. It is proprietary. It is copywritten. It is uh, licensed to all members of Premier Coaching, and, but it is complete. You don't have to create anything, but we do want you to personalize it. And Premier Coaching members, we do have, I, we do give you a link to somebody that we use that we'll suggest if you want to, you you absolutely should personalize it. Your face, your logo, all that good stuff goes on the, pre, the uh, pre-listing package. But absolutely positively, if you're going to start, and all of you should be, focusing on becoming powerful listing agents into 2023, you need a pre-listing package. That way, when you go to the seller's house. They are going to have all their questions answered. And at that point, our whole listing presentation, if you follow our listing presentation, takes 15 to 20 minutes max because the pre-listing package did all the selling for you prior to getting there. Yes. And it another way of saying that is it handled all of the potential objections, which you live in fear of, which is why you probably don't lead generate like you should be. It handles those objections. Remember the definition of an objection is simply an unanswered question in the mind of the seller in this case. So how would it be if you just showed up and didn't hear any objections? Because guess what? That is how it goes. Like, for example, you're not the number one agent in the marketplace. Why should I list with you? What do you, you know, so-and-so uh, is going to do more internet marketing than you. Will you cut your commission? Will you cut your commission? Exactly. You know, three other realtors told me a higher sale price than you. Blah, blah, blah. All this is taken care of in the pre-listing package. And here's the thing that you uh, cannot never, you, you can't underestimate this. The seller doesn't want you in their house straight up doesn't want you there. No. You're an inconvenience. They want you out of there as fast as possible. They don't want to have to be essentially after a long day of dealing with their families or dealing with their work or maybe both. They don't want to actually have to, you know, grill you about pricing and commission and all that. They want a painless, effortless uh, solution to getting their house listed with you. And if you give that to them, you're going to get the listing. Yes. If you don't, you're just essentially signing yourself for up for whoever's going to tell them the highest price or the lowest commission or, and blow the most smoke. You guys get it? Be mm-hmm. professional. Use the pre-listing package. Point number two. Yes. Point number two, follow your ideal daily schedule. Your schedule should reflect your goals. Remember, you're going to figure all of that out using the real estate treasure map. So follow your ideal daily schedule. At least 80%, maybe 90% for many of you, of your time should be spent on proactive lead generation. And only 10 to 20% of your time should be spent on transaction maintenance, closing, getting ready to get started, et cetera. And yet most agents have that flip-flopped. The only things that make you money in real estate are, and our coaching clients have this memorized and posted next to their whiteboards in their office, what makes you money in real estate? Lead generation, furiously fast lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. If it's not on that list, you shouldn't be doing it. And ultimately, the, the most important thing is proactively lead generating in the first place, because if you don't know how to do that, which we can help you with in coaching, pre-qualifying won't matter. You won't have anybody to present to, nothing to negotiate, and you won't be closing anything. Newsflash, those of you who have um, been in the business for 15 years or less, there are actual ways 
to generate leads for real estate in real estate, seller leads, by the way, that will not cost you a referral fee, that you won't have to have a relationship with Zillow or one of these other portals with. You won't have to do any of these things that people have been telling you to do. There are actual lists and lists of lots and lists of sellers that actually want to sell. You just need to learn how to actually have proactive lead generation conversations with them. I realize that many of you have no idea how to do that because, you know, frankly, there's a whole generation of people that have never learned how to, I don't mean this facetiously, it is true, to have meaningful sales conversations. You guys have ridden the wave of a seller's market where houses were selling and houses, you know, were getting listed and buyers were buying off FOMO, fear of missing out. Interest rates created massive competition, created a massive buoyancy in the market, all of these things. And if you've only been selling in the last 15 years or less, obviously, which means it that's 75% of you, you've never sold in a marketplace where, frankly, there's opportunity like there is now to become listing agents. There's never been a greater opportunity to become a listing agent. Caring, competent, skilled listing agents are absolutely going to have the greatest, you know, three to five year runs of their careers. Do the smart thing. Break free of all the, I think the really they're mooring lines that were tying you back, holding you back, the anchors, the belief structures about having to buy business. That's the biggest fallacy in real estate right now. You can proactively lead generate. And the advantage you have is if you learn how to proactively lead generate and all your competitors in your marketplace are still tied to the idea that they need to be buying leads, you're going to have a huge advantage. You guys not see that? It should be self-evident. The smart move now is to become a proactive lead generator. That always has been and always will be the heart and soul of our coaching program. That's right. So remember, point two is about following your ideal daily schedule. Write down these three points, and then we're going to go on to the next part. Spend more time working in your business, which is the list we just gave you, and less time working on your business, everything else, which might be fun, looks like work, but isn't on the list of making you money. That right there, you will be surprised, new listeners, uh, is a very controversial topic. Because what a lot of agents have been trained to do in the last 15 years is spend virtually no time working in their business and working all their time on their business. Matter of fact, it's almost been, uh, they've almost been shamed if they spend too much time working in their business versus on their business. So what's the difference? Working in your business would be actually having a meaningful conversation that results in you helping them sell their house and making money. That's an in your business activity. On your business would be your brand or making a bunch of TikTok videos. Everybody has been pressured into believing that you know 90% of your time should be spent working on your business versus in your business. But I'm here to tell you that if you're going to take that approach in a market like this, and this market is not going to change for, it's not going to get, you know, it, there's not going to be a time in the near future, or even in the midterm future, where you're not going to have to have 10x the skills that you have now. And those skills are going to be involved around work, knowing how to work in your business, need to learn how to have meaningful conversations with sellers, especially so you can become a powerful listing agent. That's not going to be on the other side of learning how to master the art of TikTok, right? There is a place for branding. There is a place for social media. There is a place for marketing after you've learned how to be a proactive lead generator. Because after you've learned how to be a powerful, proactive lead generator, which means you having direct, meaningful conversations, ideally with sellers, After that, if you choose to do the passive stuff, which is all the other things, then you can. But what most likely will happen is you will, you know, like thousands of agents before you have figured out, is that once you know you can set a pre-qualified listing appointment every single day, like clockwork, 
Um, and you know your margins when that listing sells. You, you know, your, your commission is 10000 You keep 9500 And then you start meandering into the marketing, branding, you know, buying your business realm. And then all of a sudden you start doing the math when $10,000 commission check now equals about 1000 It won't take too long for you to say hell to the no about doing anything other than proactively generating. But if you've never learned how to be a proactively generator, you're always going to have to give most of your money away just to stay in business. I want you to accept that is the truth because it is. And the longer you struggle with that, the more likely you are not to succeed long-term in this business or not to succeed at the same level you could have otherwise succeeded at. Point number three, know the days you're working versus the days that you're off each month, maybe even each week. Put dollar signs on each workday and X's on non-work days to keep the focus. Use printacalendar.com for easy monthly calendar printables. You can print them off, put them on your wall, and stick to it. Much of your stress in real estate, and I remember this when we were selling real estate, the stress comes from when you planned to take a day off, but you ended up working. Talking on your mobile phone during your kid's baseball game is not the same as going to the game. Work when you're working and play when you're playing. Plan some long weekends to refill the cup. I do this with our elite coaching clients all the time. They have what we call anchors in their schedule. If you know that two weeks from now, you've got a four-day weekend coming up there, you're going to do stuff with your family, even if it's a staycation, you're going to be that much more focused on your actual work days, knowing that you have that to look forward to, post it on maybe on your refrigerator so your whole family can look forward to that. That way, everybody maintains the focus versus allegedly taking a day off and actually not being present on that supposed day off. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent, but I'll tell you just listening to you read that point, you really are going to struggle to have any control of your schedule. If you're working with buyers, hundred percent, if buyers are your primary focus, physical labor. Yeah. Because you guys got it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's something Julie said and it's brilliant is that working with sellers is mental labor. Working with buyers is physical labor. But the other problem with working with buyers is that you have to work when they're not working. So if someone's a school teacher and they work from you know 7 a.m. till 4, um, and then they want to look at houses in the evenings and on the weekends, that's when, generally speaking, most people aren't going to be working. Which And means, you want them to be working, so you know they qualify to buy a house, so you can't really argue with it at this point. Which means you're going to be working pretty much all the time mm-hmm. when your kids have baseball teams or baseball games when you would have otherwise been spending time with your family. That's the problem with working with buyers. Now, if you're working with sellers, you can run a very professional life. You can take the evenings and weekends off. You can actually have normal working hours, and you can easily delegate a lot of the servicing of those sellers, even after, well, especially after they're in contract, if you follow the plan that we've created as part of Premier Coaching. That really is how it works. And I'll share with you guys a little secret. Some of the most successful agents in, in the country have been uh, you know, coaching clients of ours, either personal ones or with one of our coaches. And we've been in the business for a long time. So you know, chances are we've done business with virtually every top producing agent in the country at this point, which I think yes. is probably true. Mm-hmm. And we stumble across them every day. I got a text from somebody the other day who I coached starting in 2012. And now his business is doing a hundred million dollars a year. That's awesome. I mean, that's incredible, right? I think yeah. he, if I remember correctly, he's in uh, Virginia. Yeah, well, I'm, you just talked to Ben Salem this morning. Yeah, Ben Salem, who did. He, he's earned. Yeah, he's in L.A. and he's. I think he told me he's earned uh, in net commissions to him after paying his broker. Well, he earned a million dollars. I mean, that's the bottom line. Amazing. Yeah. So anyway, the point of it is, listing agents. That's where you want to focus your energies. Because then you make the most amount of net profit. And with that profit, you reinvest it. Remember, guys, you don't get rich selling real estate. You do not get rich selling real estate. 
And our definition of rich, and you can keep this for yourselves as well, is where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. So if you're not making a lot of profit from selling real estate, you will not have the opportunity to then reinvest that profit in things that make you passive income. Now, I will say when Julie and I originally thought of these things, it was before we were aligned with eXp Realty. If we had to do it all over again, um, and we are starting again afresh in the real estate business, I have to say, I definitely would have, Julie and I absolutely would have been eXp Realty agents, and we definitely would have focused on the different avenues of wealth creation inside eXp. When Julie and I got started, when many of you guys got started, hell, when most humans get started in life, if you weren't born with a silver spoon, which neither one of us are, then you're going to have to figure out how to create it. The way you create wealth is going to be long-term uh, holding of you know equities. It's going to be rental properties. It's going to be things that have been proven to work over the last generations. Maybe you have a liquidity event, you know, you are part of some IPO, but that's incredibly rare. But if you have a real estate license and if you are with eXp Realty and you understand the power of revenue share, you have created the great, you are part of what as absolutely one of the greatest opportunities to multiply wealth that we have ever seen in our 30 plus years of being married and working. There's nothing we've ever seen that works at uh, helping you preserve your wealth through very, you know, frankly, great commission splits with the brokerage. It's a $16,000 cap. Then after you pay in your 16,000, then it's a hundred percent, for example. But they also, if you hit a uh, icon at EXP, you actually qualify uh, through their program, the icon program, to get your uh, your cap back in the form of VXPI stock. But there's so many healthcare, all these other things, but there's so many amazing things. But the one that people should be focusing on, especially in times like this, really is the revenue share. And that's where you can actually share in the revenue that EXP earns from the agents that you introduce to EXP. That creates so much opportunity that you can't otherwise create on your own. And look, Julie and I's original plan when we got married was to buy enough rental properties by the time I was 40 and she was 39 that we'd be able to retire. We did it, took, you know, frankly, a year longer. But had we do it all over again, we probably wouldn't have bought as many rental. Well, we definitely wouldn't definitely have bought Definitely not. Yeah. And we would have essentially put a lot more time in DXP and EXP revenue share. So all of our friends at DXP, all the agents at DXP, there's almost you know, 90,000 of you. You got to make sure that ball is not getting by you. For those of you who are looking for a broker upgrade, and you're not yet, if you're not yet chosen your sponsor DXP Realty, Julie and I would be honored to have a conversation with you and we can show you how EXP Realty is most certainly the right path forward for you. You can text me directly, 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. If you're just getting started and you're thinking about EXP Realty and you're just sort of wanting to learn more, we've made it easy for you. Just text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. But if you're ready to join now and you've not yet chosen an EXP Realty sponsor, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your EXP Realty sponsor. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. Point number four. Point number four. This is mainly for our coaching clients. Use your daily success game activity tracker if you're a premier or elite coaching client. This makes it really clear what to do daily and it keeps it more fun. We have essentially gamified your schedule. What would you, what if you could win a hundred thousand dollar cash prize for achieving 50 points per week for a month in your real estate practice? You'd get laser focused, wouldn't you? Some of you would earn more than that if you just use the daily success tracker and really drilled down. For example, 
What if you were running this game show where hundred grand is the prize? Explain what it is. It, I am. Okay. Okay. So, what would you in in your real estate in our real estate practice? What would you say has the highest value of your activity every day? Um, if you were to assign points to an activity, taking a listing. Absolutely, taking a listing. What would you list after that? Um, closing. Closing. Yes. Getting paid. Well. Yeah. Yes. Taking getting a listing. Paid. Getting paid. <laughs> Always a good thing. Okay. What else would be on the list? Would it be like? You know, trying to figure out a video or no. maybe tweaking your home brochure. No. 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 So, or, or choosing the colors for my logo. No. But, you know, you're making a good... So the daily success game, guys, is essentially of all the activities that an agent might do. There's 50 different activities. And then you get different points assigned. But they're you, all dollar productive. Exactly. And they're all dollar productive. And the goal is, at the end of every day, to have accumulated at least 50 points. That's part of premier coaching, by the way. So that's really how it works. And again, the whole point of it is, is to hold you accountable every single day to making sure you're focusing on the dollar productive things. I have to say, Julie, you're bringing up a really good point. I was Ben Salem asked me today. Mm -hmm. He said, what did I think was going to happen next year mm -hmm. in real estate? I gave him the over and under, right? Sure. You know, best case, worst case. Mm -hmm. And I asked him how the business was and he sells in Beverly Hills. He's at uh, Rodeo, Rodeo, Rodeo. <laughs> Rodeo, get I, it I straight. Always, I always call it Rodeo. <laughs> I know. Rodeo Realty. Um, and yeah, they're on right on Rodeo Drive. And I asked him, what's your business been like in the last six months? And he's done really well. But I said, overall... And he said, basically, it's been completely flat. I mean, you know, essentially there's not – his brokerage just fired 100 agents, just to put it in perspective. 100 agents got their walking papers yesterday. When's the last time you heard a brokerage firing agents? Well, it's happening now. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen across the country. So what's happened is a lot of the um, – you know, what's happened in the last six months, to answer the question, is what I feel will be the worst-case scenario of what happens all throughout next year. That's what it kind of, that's your under and your over is obviously, you know, there's an improvement, which Julie and I are somewhere in the middle. We're seeing signs like, for example, we don't think interest rates, we think interest rates are done as far as mortgages. We don't think they're going to go up. We think that it's going to be easier to get a loan next year, not harder. And I can give you all kinds of different reasons we've talked about on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So the mortgage broker overlays and all those types of things. For um, you know, non-government loans, those will probably be tough to get, but the government has is making it easier to get Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac loans. They've raised the loan limits, for gosh sakes. There's all kinds of reasons also to believe that there's going to be more inventory for sale. Um, but really, the biggest reason why there's going to be uh, what we think there's actually going to be somewhat of a, a rebound in housing next year is because there's massive pent-up demand. And leases, lease prices are, have continued to escalate. Lease prices in the last year have gone up by 25%. That's a hell of a lot of owners that are probably paying, or renters that are probably paying more than they would pay for in a monthly payment had they even bought the house that they're renting, even with these interest rates now in the sixes. So we believe personally, and we're seeing this happen because Julie and I are blessed with having you know, I think we have good downrange vision from our coaching sales, but the also coaches. from, from, yeah, coaches from coaching so many brokers across the country. Mm -hmm. It is, we are, it is a bit of an ice age. It is real estate winter right now for sure, you know, literally and otherwise, uh, but it is going to thaw. We think it'll start thawing in actually late spring. Um, and it's going to benefit the agents that have learned how to be listing agents. Agents who are stuck in the quagmire of waiting for the clouds to part and things to return to the way that they were last year, they're going to be out of business by then, which, or essentially they're going to have to have changed their business models, which frankly, a lot of agents are moving over to EXP because they're looking for a greater challenge. They're looking for the next evolution in their real estate businesses. We're having back-to-back -back conversations, teams, brokers moving over to EXP because they're wanting to know what's next. 
you know, and what's next is obviously what has been, which is EXP. But our, opt our uh, sense of optimism is only curbed by all the uncertainty and the potential headwinds. I'll give you some more color on this if you guys are curious. We believe that a lot of people are going to pre-celebrate a uh, essentially inflation going away. And you've already seen that happening. The inflation numbers came out lower. But we do believe, and we, are, and I, we, we pray, uh, pay, prices, uh, pay attention to the consumer price index and also to what a certain um, you know, manufacturing, the cost of goods are, and we see those prices increasing. That means that future prices are going to increase, which means that the inflation is going to come back. So we believe even though inflation is actually dropping right now, it is going to come back, but the Fed is not going to be able to raise interest rates much higher than it already has Full circle, you guys are going to have more opportunity next year than you did in the last six months, especially if you're willing to learn the skills that buyers and especially sellers are going to demand of their real estate professionals. The days of just taking orders, guys, are over if you've not figured that out yet. Yes, and the other exciting thing that I'm already seeing from coaching clients is that the sellers that are wanting to sell now are more serious. Yep, and fearful. They're more fearful, which makes them more coachable, which means they need skilled professional agents at a much higher level than when everything was selling itself. So that's fantastic for agents that have skill because they're much more appreciated. Well, I mean, commissions are going up, for example. I just think about our friends in Inkeny, Iowa, right? Yeah. I mean, I think about Heath Moulton. I think he's got 200 mm -hmm. new construction homes in various stages yeah. that are listed with his brokerage. Mm -hmm. You know, he's with EXP mm -hmm. and his team. And I'm thinking like that, um, the big builders, the DR Hortons and there are their big competition. Mm -hmm. Well, those builders, the big ones have lowered prices. And so Heath's guys has been kind of holding back before he has to lower prices because his margins weren't that great. Well, that guy's going to lower his prices, which means his uh, Heath's listings are going to become competitive again with the big builders, which means Heath is going to have an enormous number of uh, closings probably in the second half of next year. Yes. And don't discount the fact that many of those people buying that new construction, you know, also have a house to sell. So there's that added side benefit. And there's a lot of new construction projects that got started using cheap money uh, 18 months ago, 24 months ago, and those are all going to be coming for sale next year. Again, pent up demand. You have, it's people are trying to get us to compare this to 2008. Guys, there's nothing, there's no comparison. There is absolutely no comparison to the housing crash. Stop. No, thinking and you shouldn't even say that. I mean, I've listened to a lot of podcasts about this. And what has come out in, in the past, I'd say, 90 days or so, is the thought from people who actually do study this historically for a living, economists and others, people that report on mortgages, is if you go around saying that, that is like saying, I am completely ignorant of what's going on in the market. If I say, oh, this is just going to be like 2008, that you are displaying that you have no idea what you're talking about. That's, you the, that's from the mortgage perspective, how they think of it. Or you have an agenda. Or you might have an agenda like selling crap to agents. Yeah. To, trying and they're to, fearful. Right. Trying to sell people into the belief that they need a distressed property designation or there's going to be yeah. a bunch of REOs or stuff like that. So you will, uh, you know, breathe. You'll see the, it. Yeah. You'll breathe the doom and gloom mm -hmm. because you're trying to sell some doomy and gloomy, you know, vision that will get people to yeah. be fearful and you buy whatever resist. you have for sale. Exactly. And a lot of that happens. And that happens. You and I have been through arguably four, let's say, real estate market setbacks. And this is number four. Mm -hmm. And every single time the snake oil opportunistic salesmen come out of the weeds and start basically schlepping their whatevers. Yeah. And as soon as the market, you know, shifts a little bit, they're gone again. Exactly. And don't you guys that are longtime listeners, especially not to mention coaching clients. 
don't you think that if that were happening, that we'd probably be telling you about it? Of course we would. Well, no, I mean, yes. (laughs) If you guys were, if there was a meaningful reason to believe there was going to be a lot of distressed real estate for sale, if there was a reason to believe that there's going to be price depreciation, why wouldn't we tell you that? I mean, why wouldn't we be the first ones to tell you that at at the loud, we have arguably one of the biggest mouths in real estate because this is the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. Of course we would tell you. We get feedback from all kinds of different sources, all kinds of different institutions, from the government, from banks. They're letting us know what's happening. And they all know that we're very interested in what's going on. Mm -hmm. And we have to go, normally they're feeding us information. Like during the last housing crash, Julie and I were getting, um, you know, uh, Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, even Fannie Freddie, they would all send us stuff wanting us to share that information with you guys. We get nothing now because nothing's going on. That's right. I think it's less than 1.8% of the market. So why would you go after 1.8% of the market? Some of you where you live, there are literally no foreclosures or short sales. Why is this relevant? Because what took the real steam out of the market before wasn't um, all the things that you guys are being told. What took the real steam out of the market before, what caused a protracted housing crash was the belief that housing was going to continue crashing. People did not want to catch a falling knife. The greatest thing, the, the fear in the market from price depreciation was off the charts. There should be no fear in the market right now about price no. depreciation. And there was massive inventory too. Exactly. And I'll even go as far as to say this, and, and um, this is absolutely true. This is going to be the best time to buy a house now and probably the next five, maybe even 10 years. Why? The most conservative predictions for inflation or appreciation next year are over 5%. And frankly, we think that's too conservative. We think it's going to be closer to 7 or 8%. Your individual markets will vary. Some of you will experience far more. Some of you will experience far less. The point is no price depreciation. Now, will prices fall from their overinflated asking prices? Yes. Will the sellers sell for less than they paid 12 months ago? No, they will not. You will see sellers who, uh, you know, you'll see buy, sellers who bought in the last, say, the first half of 2022. Those guys are going to probably be in a different financial situation because of the second half of 2022. But for the most part... But that'll recover. That It won't take long for them to recover that. Yeah, exactly. If you guys go on a listing appointment and the seller doesn't have to sell and they don't want to you know, lose money and they want to make money, uh, tell them to wait six months and the house is going to inflate and then they're going to be more than, it'll be easy for them to at least cover their uh, selling right. costs. Or, or buy first if they can and, and they lease have the it. willingness and keep it and lease it and sell it later. Totally. You I mean, you, guys, this is all about, this is what we teach you guys in Premier Coaching. Uh, but of course, in Premier Coaching, it's longer than just 30 minutes. I mean, yeah. Premier Coaching, the thousands of hours of recorded content and videos, not to mention the daily semi-private coaching call. If you're looking for direction in your real estate business, it should be really obvious. The only reason you wouldn't join Premier Coaching is because you're not planning on being in real estate next year. That's it. Because it's free for you to join. Just text the word Premier to 47372 or just simply go to premiercoaching.com. Remember, and texting, message, and data rates may apply. And our final point for this yes. two-part series. Remember, we were talking about proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. So point number five, Track your financial progress. Use mint.com to create your own dashboard of assets, liabilities, payments, and progress. Don't hide out from your financial picture. Instead, embrace it. And you're going to do mint.com after you do the treasure map 
after you've discovered what all of those accounts are and what all of your obligations are and your assets, et cetera. So I'm going to quote you right now. Remember, this is a Tim Harris quote, remember that long-term ever-increasing success, that's what you all want, comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And now is the best time to not just get started on that, but get into the good habits, which will net you the results that you're looking for. That's it. I, guys, this it should be very simple. Real estate is the, frankly, the most uh, simple, elegant businesses that you can be in if you're a listing agent. If you're a listing agent that's focused on building to your magic number of listings and maintaining your magic number of listings, this business is an absolute blessing. If you focus on all the other things, uh, primarily, if you focus on your branding and your marketing and your social media, if you're if you're uh, essentially fooled into believing your mission when you get your real estate license is to make yourself in a brand, into a brand, unless you have an enormous amount of money set aside to live off of and spend on the building of this fantasy, you're going to go broke. And most of you who are in real estate, especially in, right now, you are not in a situation where you can wait for the money to come in. Focus on the proactive lead generation. Get your cash flowing. Do the work. Do what other people aren't willing to do, and one day you'll have a life that other people won't have. It will take longer than you think. It will take more work than you think. Those are called truths, right? But it will take shorter than you think when you do it every day at the highest level. When you are focused, you know, focus stands for follow one course until successful. It does not stand for dabble, mess around, try things out, speculate, blow all of your money, and then get out of the business. The people that we that rediscover us this time of the year and this, this type of market are the ones that have listened to us for a long time, uh, got suckered into believe, uh, chasing shiny objects, believed the shiny objects were working just because essentially houses were selling and they just in their minds thought it was because of the, you know, the branding that was so brilliant. Now all of a sudden stuff isn't selling and they're now questioning whether the branding was doing anything in the first place. Newsflash, it wasn't. And so now you're about stuck back to where you started realizing you should have learned how to be a proactively generator in the first place. Be very clear. Julie and I do think there's a place for branding, do think there's a place for marketing, do think there's a place for social media, but it comes, do think there's a place for team building, but it comes after you've learned the proactive skills necessary to create consistent cash flow. Do it the opposite way, you'll never have consistent cash flow. It's in support of your proactive lead generation, not instead of. That's right. The passive in support of the proactive right? You got to do the real work and then the passive stuff. Like, so for example, just making it super simple for you, there's an expired in your market. And guess what, guys? There are thousands of expireds in your market. And this is a sweet listing on a sweet street. And for whatever reason, it didn't sell. It didn't sell because the seller was maybe uh, overly ambitious as far as pricing. Maybe the seller was a pain in the butt, didn't allow enough showings. Maybe the seller was refusing to remove their, you know, beautiful collection of dead animal heads that you walk into. <laughs> so you walk, right. Maybe they were, you know, didn't want to remove their uh, support pony from the house. <laughs> okay. Whatever it was. Right. So now finally the house doesn't sell uh, and now they're having to deal with reality. Right. So that's when Frankly, you can walk in and you can get that listing. You price it right. You reposition that listing. Then you can start washing, rinsing, and repeating. That's what this market allows for you to do, which you wouldn't have had in the last market because in the last market, sellers were in control. In the last market, you could overprice it. 
you could no conditions, uh, no inspections, push the buyer uh, no appraisal, push the buyer around, and then still have buyers standing in line around the corner. Now the shoe's on the other foot. But here's the other thing that's happened. The agents that actually have the skill set to proactively lead generate to that seller, let alone get the house positioned on the market to sell, they're few and far between because the whole generation of agents uh, who are in the business right now have only been in the business during this sort of narcissistic, all about me, social media phase. So here's what we want you to do. You're going to call that seller, that expired seller. That seller is going to, you know, you're going to use our script. You're going to know what to say. You're going to know how to say it. You're going to then set the listing appointment. You're going to pre-qualify the seller. You're going to set the listing appointment. You're going to send the pre-listing pack. The seller is then naturally going to do some homework on you online. They're going to naturally, you know, find your social channels and do all those types of things. You see how the proactive has to happen first and the passive is support of the proactive. You guys see what I'm talking about? And then when you go on, they have, they develop a, a sense of familiarity. So by the time they get there, maybe they've liked some of your social stuff. They feel a little bit more comfortable. They got with your you. pre-listing package. They got your pre-listing package. That's how you use social. That's your mission with social. It's not the triggering mechanism to get to help the seller and make money. It's the thing that's in support of the triggering mechanism. That's what all marketing truly is. It's in support of whatever the brand and the product is, not to essentially become the brand and the product. That's where you guys have been lied to. And you're going to discover that mostly the hard, uh, the hard way, unfortunately. You, all your branding and your marketing, what you guys were sold to believe, it was going to somehow shortcut the amount of effort and time it was going to take for you to build an actual great reputation, right? You are actually sold into believing that people will choose you based on your branding and your marketing. They did not actually take the time to tell you, these branding and marketing gurus, that you are actually, the real way you build uh, and a long-term uh, reputation is by helping a lot of people through the job of you know selling their home, right? Or helping them buy a home. That's actually how you build a real reputation. There is no shortcut for that. You cannot shortcut that. You cannot buy your way to the front of the line. You have to earn it. And the way you earn it is by being a proactive lead generator. I know that is not what all of you want to hear. I know that is not what maybe only 10% of you want to hear. And guess what? Those 10% are becoming our coaching clients. Those 10%, whether they're new agents, they're grizzled veterans, they're somewhere in between, those are the ones that are listing the houses now. Those are the ones that are going to become the dominant listing agents because of this market. Join them. Do that. It's actually easier. It is. It's totally easier. Well, look, more simple. Most of these guys aren't going to need but five or seven listings at all times. I know that is the such a huge blessing. And that's it. I mean, every time, you know, we, we talk about business plans all the time, 90-day massive action plan, survival plan. Every time I update those, I always remind myself, you know, I got to go look, even if it's quarter to quarter, what is the new average sale price in the country? Yeah. And, it, and you're right. Most agents, very different. You know, there are some markets that are less expensive, but- you know, you guys are really blessed that a consistent one or two closings, and if you're doing really great and you've systematized and been coachable three or four closings per month, I mean, think of times your average net commission. It's fantastic. So if I did the math correctly, I didn't tell you this. Yeah. In our EXP Realty group, which all of you guys are encouraged to uh, you know, partner with us, just text me at 512-758-0206. In our EXP Realty group, um, the average commission that agents are receiving, if I did my math right, is around $12,000. That's awesome. Right now, obviously, some of them are earning a hell of a lot more, some of them a lot sure. less, okay? So if you had, here it is, guys, listen to what I'm saying. This is how complicated the real estate uh, business should be as an agent. If you had five listings at all times, and it's now, or it's in the spring, you're going to have pretty consistently, no matter what's going on in your world, 
on average, uh, two list or two of those listings are going to sell per month or 24 closings per month. Have you done the math in your head already, listeners? And you're not even counting buyers. So let's say you're right. And that's if you choose to frankly work with anything other than the yep. most qualified buyers. That means on average, you're going to be earning 20000 plus per month. If you had five listings at all times and only two sold per month, you're going to be earning $20,000 per month. I'm going to guess for a lot of you, that's going to pretty much take care of your financial needs. Now, you might have a month where all five sell. You might have a month where none of them sell, but you get the idea. If you want to earn more money, just take more listings and increase your magic number. Magic number is the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your financial goals and hopes and dreams and, and, and frankly, liabilities. You guys get it? And listings are scalable, buyers are not. Exactly. You know, physical labor, mental labor. You get it? That's what our business model is. We just told you it's not more complicated. <laughs> We're not asking you to do anything more than that. If you want to do all the other stuff, do it after you've done that stuff first because then you have consistent cash flow. If you want to, I know, I get it. A lot of you guys, I'm in real estate. This is the expression of me. I want to build my logo and my brand. I want to have something I'm proud of. I get it. I felt like that too. I totally understand. You want to be an entrepreneur. You want to be this. This is a, a way of you professionally expressing yourself and, and feeling uh, good about your accomplishments. I get it. But it's not about money. When it's about money, you focus on simple things. And I just gave you the sim most simplistic, frankly, the most honest way of looking at real estate. Whatever your magic number of listings is, build with the magic number of listings. The market will sell, you know, whatever the averages are. We show you how to do that in the real estate treasure map for your market. Every market is different, right? Uh, and then you're going to have consistent cash flow. And then from the consistent cash flow, you can then start setting aside money to invest it, buying it, uh, assets and you know investment properties, investing in different things. Obviously, joining EXP, and then all of a sudden you have passive income. If your average in, if your average monthly nut, how much you have to earn every month to pay your bills is seventy five hundred dollars. How are you going to feel once uh, once you reach or exceed seventy five hundred dollars a month? in necessary personal overhead is coming in passively from the investment properties you bought from the profit you've made and reinvested from selling real estate in your EXP revenue share. That is what we want for you. We want you to be free. We want you to get to the point where selling real estate is about lifestyle, is about essentially the betterment of others. You guys get it? That's the mission. Choose to accept it or don't. It's your choice. We're hoping you choose to accept it. We're hoping that you choose to, frankly, get your head screwed on really straight. <laughs> we told that to Zoe the other day. <laughs> Tell him that funny. story. <laughs> I forget. She was being sassy about something. And she, I remember she was walking down the stairs to her area, and you said, Zoe, get your head screwed on straight. And she cocks her head and thinks about it a little bit. She grabs her head, <laughs> like, wonders, how do, you, how do you do that? And tries to actually screw her head on straight. Yeah. It was hilarious. Well, so our nine-year-old <laughs> is figuring it out, so should you. There you go. We can close with that. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.